For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best selling, marketing, and business building strategies to keep your business thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show, episode 63. Thank you so much for just being a part of my ecosystem. Today, I got a little bit of a rant for you, and the rant really stems from way too many conversations this year that I'm having with people where, uh, you know, I, I don't get the phone call, hey, I'm the number one agent in the world, I'm making so much money, I'm not sure what to do with myself. I get a lot of these phone calls. I used to be number one, I used to be number five, I used to be, and now I'm struggling, but I don't wanna make any changes, Tom, and I don't wanna do all that crazy stuff that you keep telling me. I wanna keep doing the way I've always done it and get the results in 2016, and literally, I've had that meeting 30 times this year, probably 40 times this year. I just had one like with a gentleman, I won't say his name out loud, who was just inside my office. And I literally have to grab him by the shoulders and remind him of three things. This phrase, what got you here won't get you there. How many times you and I, like you and I know, right? You've heard me say, here's your goals, but here's your behaviors. If your behaviors aren't aligned with your goals, you're not gonna get there, right? I mean, it's like, it's, like, it's like math, right? It's common sense. But see, he wants what he already does today that isn't working anymore to somehow have him sell 120 homes a year. It's not gonna happen. The market's only gonna allow him to do what he does today and sell about 60. Now, I know you say, wow, suffer, suffer, 60. But when you're used to selling 120 or 140 homes a year and you go down to selling 60, it is depressing. That's why he called. But I had to say to him, what got you here won't get you there. You've gotta change. Second thing I've had to say in my rant is stop being so positional. Stop, like I say, so, so you wanna grow your business, right? Yeah, I wanna grow my business, okay, good. So tell me how you get your business. I only do it this way, this way, and this way. I go, well, what got you here won't get you there. You, you wanna get back to 120 deals? Yeah, well then you have to do a bunch of new stuff. Well, I don't wanna do a bunch of new stuff. I don't like that new stuff. I tried that once and I had a puppy when I was four and it bit me, therefore all dogs bite. I sent out a mailer, it didn't work. I tried Facebook, it didn't work. They're so positional about what works and what doesn't, that they shrink their own potential. See, you and I both know how you feel on the inside radiates the people on the outside. How I feel on the inside is, I don't care what the tool is, the only thing I care about is touching customers in the most relevant, unique way that causes them to feel good, know, like, trust, and take action. I don't care if it's on one of these or smoke signals on an Indian preserve. I really don't care, but most people are so positional about what works for them, about what's right for them, about the way their customers are. Tom, you understand, my customers, they're like this versus like that. What got you here won't get you there. The third thing I'm telling, and this is really, like this is where I'm really just laying into people. The market doesn't give up. Did I do my own beep? I think I did. The market doesn't care about what you're good at. The market doesn't care about how you've always done business. The market doesn't care about anything. It just goes with the flow. Now, watch this. Do you know some agents, I know some agents, that 
their business was humming along and things were great and they were making a fortune and new cars and Hawaii and vacations and money, 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 money. And then the market went the other direction. Do you know some agents like that? Do you know, has there ever been a time in your life where you were humming along one way and the market decided to go a different way? Who always, Sarah, who always wins? The market or the agent? The market or like anything, any business. Like the market didn't care that Kodak invented the digital camera and decided not to do anything with it. The market didn't care. Somebody found the technology and eventually the market caught up and now eight billion photos every two seconds are done on this and Kodak, a 130 year old, 120 year old business is gone, is out of business. Why? Because Kodak said, no, this is how we've always done it. We sell paper and we sell supplies and, and people don't want to do that and they want to like make photos. The market doesn't care. Now, I thought it'd be fun because I know you as an avid, you know, Tom Ferry ecosystem, Tom Ferry show, like you're with me on this, like you're relevant, you're hip, you're innovative. That's why we like each other so much. But let's take a look at the industry, ready? Like, check this out. Who can remember MLS books? Do you remember when real estate agents had all the power, when they would literally say to people, oh, Sarah, Taz, you guys want to buy a house? I've got this MLS book with all the available homes for sale. And they'd be like, can I take, oh, no, no, the MLS book is mine. This is the control. Like that was the market for a while. And then the market adjusted, right? And now everything's available online and a buyer walks into an open house and you say, hi, you guys been out looking at houses? Yes, we've seen 43 different houses online, watched 19 virtual tours. And we've actually, and you're like, huh? Like the market changed, not the market. Everything changed. Look at this. Interest rates, sometimes they're high, sometimes they're flat, sometimes they're low. I have an audio cassette, an audio, remember audio tapes? Speaking of market changing, remember Taz is like, what's an audio? Taz, they used to have these little cassette plastic things, right? And guess what? Like the cassette, here's what it says. How to listen sell real estate in a high volume market with interest rates as low as 19%. 19%. I know someone watching this right now is like, 19%? What? But there was a time when that was the interest rate to buy a house. So the market adjusted and everybody else adjusted and some didn't. The interest rates go up and some agents are instantly out of business and irrelevant because they can't sell in a 6% interest rate market. But in a three and a half market, they can sell all day long. The market doesn't care. The market just does the market. Who's got to change? Me and you, right? How about, I can remember when there was fewer agents and now there's three million. And you know what? Like the, the joke now, at least in like the state of California is an example. I think it's one in every 25 households lives a real estate agent. One in every 25 households, there's a person with a license. But go deal with my friends in Europe and guess what? You don't even need a license. You can just sell houses. So you could be spinning pizzas, driving a taxi cab, and sell a house, right? And it's totally normal and legit. Everybody technically can sell real estate all throughout Europe, China, Russia, etc. It's bananas. How about this one? Full fees and then those damn discount companies. And guess what? Discount companies have found their way in the market as it's evolved over the last few decades. And you and I both know you just, you're either going to position yourself as Walmart or Nordstrom's. And there's a segment of the market for both of those. But there's actually, Sarah, people today that complain about discount markets, right? That discount companies, they complain about it instead of saying, well, of course there's discount companies because 
there is a percentage of the population that they like paying peanuts and getting monkeys. Like, that's it. I just said that out loud. I hope you watch that. You with me? Like, legitimately, there's a market segment for that. Watch, how about this? The market is totally booming. And then what happened in 2006, 7, 8, 9? We went to an REO short sale market and we watched hundreds of thousands of agents become irrelevant, stop selling houses, and complain, complain that all of a sudden they couldn't sell houses anymore. The market changed, but then the market changed again. Distressed, back to boom. For the last five years, I've been helping people transition from being REO brokers or short sale brokers back into retail brokers. The market continues to move. You get the point. Realtor.com. Remember when Realtor.com was the only game in town? We didn't like it back then. We love it now. We hated it. We love it, right? They used to have the same grief that Zillow got. Love it, hate it, stupid Zestimate. Remember when you used to complain about stupid Zestimate and now there's agents that invest $100,000 a month in, in Zillow ads and make a three, four, five, six, seven times arbitrage on those leads. It's always changing. It's always changing. Let's go back over here. Stop being so positional. The market doesn't care. It's always evolving. It's always adjusting. And here's the latest one. No teams to now. It's not fair. Teams are dominating. They're taking up my space. They're taking all the transactions. They're doing all the deals. It's not fair. The market doesn't care. Teams are just serving people better. I know as you're watching this, you're like, but Tom, and like, I'm, I'm watching the Tom Ferry show. I'm in coaching. I'm being progressive. I'm reading all the books. I'm studying everything. I'm being as progressive as I can be. Let me just remind you over here, Taz. Ready? Um, Peter Drucker, my hero, says, all businesses must innovate and market to thrive. Like, all businesses must innovate and market to thrive. So, when I think about all of this, I just think to myself, what's it going to be like in 2020? What's it going to be like in 2020? Here's my hallucination. You ready? My hallucination is a consumer is going to go to a device like this or a device like this, and they're going to go, honey, let's look for some real estate. And it'll just be right in front of them. Or they'll be still be using these archaic, silly things in 2020. And they will literally go like this. Um, Find me a house in 92625 with four bedrooms, three baths, with an ocean view that's been newly remodeled in the last five years. And they'll say that to Siri or something and it'll automatically auto-populate five houses, right? And then I'll say, oh, and could you also include people that are 65 years and older that are more than likely about to sell? I'd like that list as well. And all that data will be there and I'll have those five or six houses. Then I will scroll through Google retarget, right? People will be walking around taking photos of houses and just hanging out with their family and friends. And somehow all of those photos will end up on people's sites and I will be able to see the inside of your house. Matter of fact, I'll probably just do this in 2020. I'll put my Oculus or something better on and I will sit down in the living room of the house hit a button that's out here. Remember the Minority Report, that movie? I'll hit the button right here, and all of a sudden, my wife Kathy's here, the dogs are there, Michael and Steven, oh, I'd like them at 24 years old, and I change that, and all of a sudden, they're older, right? You know that's what's coming in buying homes, and I'll look at that, and I'll experience the house, and from that, I'll say to Kathy, she has her Oculus on, she's, by the way, in Shanghai on a trip with her girlfriends, but we both put it on at the same time, so we're experiencing it together in real time, because that's what's coming. And I'm gonna say to her, 
baby, should we write this up? And she's going to say yes, and whoosh, the contract will be right here, and she'll say, go ahead and sign that, Brrr, signed, offer, whoosh, sent, wait a minute, we don't have an agent. Oh, baby, hold on, I got that. Do you know the site Tinder? This is going to sound completely strange, but just go with me on this. You're literally going to go to a site that maybe used to be Zillow, but now it's Tinder, and I'm going to go like this. She looks like a nice agent. She looks like a nice agent. I don't like her so much. Swipe right, swipe left, swipe right until I find the one I want. And then it's literally going to say, I'm available right now. Here's my 173 reviews. Love the chat. I'm going to hit a button and that agent is going to show up virtually like hologram right on my phone. And I'm going to say, hi. And by the way, remember, I'm sitting in the bathroom, right? with my Oculus on, taking a bath, and my wife's in Shanghai, and I say, hi, my name is Tom Ferry, and we'd like to write an offer on this property. Could you go ahead and handle that for us? Sure, Mr. Ferry, no problem. Contract, signed, bamped. I mean, like, I know that may sound completely bananas to you, but I think there were some people that bought a lot of fax machines, and all of a sudden, those became irrelevant. Um, the Matterport camera, have you guys seen this? It's a $5,000 device where you can like take this virtual tour of the house all with this beautiful camera. So 13 months ago that comes out or 14 months ago, whenever it was when it became hot in real estate. And now there's a $341 camera that does the same thing. Five grand, 340 bucks. Everything is speeding up and your, let me go back over here, being positional about how you want it done. I don't care, right? This is what I'm good at. I, I met a client who said, the only way you can experience this house is if I show you the house. And she made me walk behind her through the home. I wanted to shoot myself, but that's how she does it. The market doesn't care. I care enough about you to look you in the eyes on this camera and say, we change and evolve and get better or the market makes us irrelevant. Think about what I just said there. This is the stuff that's coming, my friends. There's three dudes and three girls right now sitting somewhere in the world that are already trying to figure out and there's probably one person that just watched this and said, how did Ferry know? You know that's happening right now. Someone's like, how did Ferry know? We didn't ask him about this. We didn't tell him about that, but that stuff's coming right now. So what do we do about it? Your Honor? The first thing is you remember that every business has five life cycles. Every business has five life cycles. Startup, first five years, 80% turn or 87% turnover, but 90% of all small companies fail. So 87% is actually better, right? Than starting just a regular business, a pizza place, a cell phone battery disposal company, right? 87% turnover, but startup has a swagger to it. It means hard work, it means focus, it means innovate, it means serve your customers, it means do it different, like disrupt the marketplace. Then you get into growth mode, right? Growth mode. I'm gonna do whatever it takes, man. I'm gonna market like crazy in a relevant time, in a relevant way. I'm gonna overserve my customers. I'm gonna bring maximum value to the marketplace and I'm gonna stay in growth mode. And you can think of the number of businesses that are just growing like weeds because they solved a problem in a unique and beautiful way, causing customers to say, are you doing that? Then you become the cash cow, the apples of the world. The realogies of the world is an excellent example for the real estate space. The Berkshire Hathaways of the world, these monster behemoth organizations that are constantly focusing on growth and remaining in that cash cow position because they know when the market shifts, guess what happens? You become the fading winner.
Think about this. How many real estate agents are there today that are excellent negotiators, have extraordinary client care, have a passion and an understanding for buyers and sellers that like their EQ is off the charts, but they don't market in 2016 in a relevant way so they never get customers. But when they get them, they're phenomenal. But they forgot that all business is innovation and marketing, that all business is innovation and marketing, and they became fading winners. And then of course there's an even worse one, which is just the complete restructure, which I'm seeing actually of the 30 I've met with, two or three of them are legitimately like, hey, you can just shut this whole thing down and move to wherever you want in the world because you got nothing. I mean, you literally, you never took care of your database. You don't have a database. You've been selling homes for 29 years. The market is completely different today and it doesn't care. It doesn't care that in 1978 you were the number one agent. It doesn't even care that you were the number one agent in 1997. It doesn't care. The only thing the marketplace cares for today is who brings me the most value in the most relevant way in the speed and efficiency that I want. That's the only thing the market cares about. You with me? Now, obviously if I'm here, that's the only focus. If I'm here, that's the only focus. If I'm here, that's the only focus. And if I'm here, that's the only focus. So let me leave you with five maybe crazy thoughts. If you and I were sitting together, this is the first thing I tell all these people, ready? Number one is you got to assess yourself. Who are you? What is your psychology? How do you feel about the world? What do you feel on the inside that gets radiated to the outside? And if this is doubt, lack, and limitation, and that's what you radiate out, you don't get success, wealth, abundance, and prosperity. Like, you don't get that with doubt, lack, and limitation. So the first thing is assess yourself. And remember, people love to change. People love change. Everybody loves a new baby. Everybody loves a new car. Everybody loves a new home. Those are all change, right? Change is opportunity. You can change. If you're that negative Nelly, you can change. Assess yourself. Hello, my name is Tom. And for the last 10 years, I've been negative and stymied in my mucky way of doing things. And I'm now ready to change. That would be awesome. Number two, you want to assess your market. You want to assess your market. So first is kind of like my psychology. How am I feeling? Who am I? What am I all about? Am I really ready and open to do things in a relevant world of 2016 and 2020? And then what's the TAM? What's the total addressable market? How many transactions are being done in your area? I've had this conversation with clients. They're like, Tom, tens of thousands of transactions are being done. And I literally am like, and you can only figure out how to do 30? There's tens of thousands of transactions and you can only do 30. You should be doing 3,000 transactions. It just requires a different perspective, a different point of view. Let's go to that, ready? Oh, other questions. Uh, what are you best at doing? Like, what are you best at doing? Going back over here, like the market doesn't care what you're good at, but maybe we can just have you do only what you're best at and then we have to outsource or delegate and build a team to do everything else. That's okay, right? Um, what does the consumer expect? What do you think the buyer in 2020 is going to expect? What do you think the buyer in 2019 is going to expect? You've already seen the shift of what buyers expect today versus what they expected a decade ago. We know it's only going to speed up and either really make it awesome for you or incredibly frightening for you. What do the consumers expect? Then number three, I want you to create a, a file. I use Evernote all the time to capture everything called my business in 2020. And I want you to start dreaming up what are all the ways I'm going to serve customers in 2020? What is, what is the buyer going to expect in 2020? What's the seller going to expect in 2020? And, and even if it's just the crazy, you have a martini where all the best ideas come from and you throw it inside there, 
in a year or two, those ideas will begin to germinate and you'll find yourself, and we've all been, Sarah, have you ever been here before? You're like, you have an idea, and like two years later, a television show or a commercial comes on, and you go, hey, that was my idea. Or you see an app and you're like, that was my idea. That's because that's how you roll, right? You have all these amazing ideas. But once you have a file on it, now you can look at the file once a month and start picking things and testing in your business to see so you can be, remember, innovative. Got it? And then number, five, or number four, start marketing in today's day and age because no one cares that you don't like Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or direct mail or open houses or expired listings or knocking on doors. No one cares. No one cares. Go back to episode 53, the multi-channel approach of marketing. I think one of the best things I've ever done on the Tom Ferry Show, and I'm shocked that there isn't 100,000 views on it. I think people are blocking it from their friends. They don't want their friends to see it, right? Start marketing in today's day and age. Be relevant to where your customers are. And then the last one is most important. I know this is a long message. When you start all the new stuff, don't stop doing everything that got you here. I know I said what got you here won't get you there, but if you went like this, for example, well, I've always done these six things, or these three things is probably more typical. I've always done you know, a little past client sphere, a little open houses, and this one thing that I do. I've always done those three. You don't stop doing those and then add the new. You continue to do those. Ready? Continue, continue, continue. Then you start all the new stuff, and then eventually the new stuff takes off like this, and this is a piece of your business, and this is a piece of your business, and now you've got a rockin' business. I think you're probably gonna have to watch this a few times. There was a lot covered in this show. Um, I'm looking for some feedback. I know it was long, I don't care. I told you it was a rant, and I really think you should watch this like seven times. Then you should read Peter Diamandis, his new book, Bold, B-O-L-D. should get that downloaded immediately. You should definitely get Ask Gary V, his new book. I, I did an audio portion of that, which was kind of fun, um, because the market doesn't care. And the only thing that matters is you and I, our ability to alter what we do, to change and adjust, to present ourselves in a way that has today's consumers say yes. And that's what this is all about. Thanks so much for watching. Remember always, your strategy matters. And now more than ever, your ability to innovate and think absolutely rules. Thanks for watching. If you love what you're seeing here, then click the button below to join our online community absolutely free. Thanks so much. <laughs>